So, yeah, and they're banging in the pool. There's a fucking orgy going on in the pool. Gotta clean the pool. Yeah. movie has any redeeming quality whatsoever it's his fucking role this whole story yes. is crapolet <laughs> <laughs> welcome to what the suck season three episode 10 i'm your host chris davila joining me always and forever no matter how much how much he wants to quit he can't quit <laughs> this is his this is his fun my boy James Bishop. What's up, James? What's up, Chris? How you doing, brother? It's good to be back doing this again. I've yes, been sir. missing trashing on these movies, man. It's been a while, but hey, I enjoyed the holidays. How were your holidays, man? It was a good, good holiday. It was real relaxed, real chill. Got to watch a lot of the Netflix, a lot of watch of uh, uh, Hulu. Got some HBO Max going on. Got to see One Woman 84. Yep. Um, so... You know, I, I've had my feel of, of de- decent to good movies. I'm ready to watch some shitty ones, man. Yes, indeed. And for all you lovely listeners out there, I don't know about it, but our, our boy Chris here, his uh, beautiful wife, Kristen, just passed into her third trimester. He going to be yes. a daddy in about uh, March, um, right? March, March. Going to be our first kid. Yes. Don't know what it is yet. We're waiting until it's going to be born to be surprised. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited. She's super excited. It's, it's, it's getting real, man. It's, it's it down to, to the wire, I, bud. I am super happy for you guys. I love you guys to death. And I can't wait for the little munchkin to show up. Yeah, me too, man. We're, we're getting the nursery all ready to go. It's uh, it's awesome, man. It's going to be fun. But don't worry. I'm still going to be doing this even after the baby comes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the kid's yeah. going to have to learn, too. We might put him on a mic. Kid, well, when the kid gets old enough, he'll, he'll be able, <laughs> he or she... He or she will be able to watch these terrible, terrible movies with us. That is correct. I yes. can't so wait. How was your holidays, man? Oh, man, mine was great, man. Uh, but like I said, I, I can't wait to hear a toddler trash on a movie saying, man, this is bullshit. That's going to be this awesome. This movie sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Christmas was good. Uh, New Year's was great. Uh, just chilled out. Didn't do much of anything. Uh, but, uh, you know. Wasn't having to work. I got some good time off, so I got a little bit of time nice. to chill, uh, and I'm ready to get back into this, man. Because I've got to have something to 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 uh, ground me. Because man, this this ah, what's going on in the world right now is pissing me off. It just eh. so crazy, yeah, crazy I got to bury myself in something fun, and I am glad to be doing this again. There's nothing better to distract you from the real world problems than crappy, crappy horror movies. Yes, you ain't, man. You ain't even lying, brother. I'm not even lying, brother. Well, I, I'm looking forward to today's today's uh, uh, movie. It, it's it's one. It's it's a more recent one. It's a sequel to one that I've never seen. So it's gonna be interesting to see if I can even follow the fucking thing. But uh, <laughs> today we're <laughs> we're watching. Outpost Black Sun, also known as Outpost 2. I have not seen Outpost 1. And it's a 2012 British horror film directed by Steve Barker. Jolly good show, huh? That's an excellent film. Very good It's a... Oh, blah, 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 blah. Based on a script written by himself and Ray Brunton. It's a sequel to Barker's 2008 film, Outpost. Never saw the fucking thing. Nope. The film was later followed by Outpost, Rise of the Spetsnaz, the third entry in the th- series. Was that, so, was that Nazi? That's the, and the Spetsnaz are the Russian special forces. So yes, I was wondering correct. if they were like zombified Russian special forces. 
I, I guess after the second one, they're like, we need to go a different direction. Instead of Nazi zombies, we're going to do Nazi Russian. Yeah, the Spetsnaz are like our Navy SEALs and Green Beret types. I mean, they're top-notch soldiers. They're pretty badass guys, too. They're, they're the ones that are like, if he dies, he dies. He dies, he dies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, what is the movie all about? Well, let's uh, let's take a little look at this. Why don't you tell we? me, sir? Why you the one All with right. the box. <laughs> I'm the one with the box. That's right. All right. I'm still over here at the house. So, yep, you the one with the box. So roll with it, my brother. Sort of a long synopsis, but so stick with me here, okay? <clears throat> the year is 1945. Closing stages of World War II. That's how it's written, so that's how I'm going to I'm gonna read it, okay? <laughs> Amco Spark Plugs. The only Spark yeah. Plugs you ever need. <laughs> exactly. Yep. The year is 1945. Closing stages of World War II, and a German scientist by the name of Klausner is working on a frightening new technology that has the power to create an immortal Nazi army. Jolly good shows up. Present day. <laughs> and a NATO task force is hurrying to fly to Eastern Europe, where a sinister enemy appears to be mercilessly killing. Okay, <laughs> this is too long to do that, that voice. So, uh, <laughs> to be mercilessly killing everything in its path. But this is no ordinary foe. Only Helena. A gutsy investigator on the trail of the notorious war criminal Klausner accepts the reality that of they of that they are facing a battalion of Nazi stormtroopers. I just can't help. When I hear stormtroopers, I gotta do that, so that's right. A veritable zombie army on the march. With the help of Wallace, a man who's been chasing Nazi secrets for years. The two of them team up with a special forces unit to venture deep behind enemy lines. Their mission, to fight their way back to the source of this evil enemy, sorry, evil army, and prevent the seemingly inevitable rise of the Fourth Reich. Outpost 2. The Fourth. The Fourth Reich. The Fourth Reich. Directed by Steve Baca. Produced by Ara Bullcroft and Kieran Parker and Nigel Thomas. Written by Steve Barker and Ray Brunton. Starring now, Catherine Now, wait a minute. Stedman. Now, time out. Time out, fool. Time yeah, fool. out. How in the hell time did out. you go from a British accent to a socialite? <laughs> you went from Brad. <laughs> you went from, you know, you went from to Muffy. Muffy. You're going to meet me just, later at the club, I'm, Muffy. I'm all over the place this time. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm a man of literally three voices. So yeah, we got, we got like what a month we've been, we've been about, a, well, no, we actually, cause not our, even been a month. Hadn't been a month, but we've had nope. a couple weeks out since for the holidays. So yeah, got a lot of corked up in here. We got to let it loose. I, I feel like though, and we've, I think we've talked about this before. Like anytime we take a break, whether it's a week or two weeks uh, or even a month, it does feel a lot longer by the time we get back to doing it. Even I guess just because it does. Why, it, it does. Like it, you are absolutely right, sir. I, I feel the same way. It's like it feels like we haven't recorded in a month, but that's just not true. We recorded a I, couple I guess, weeks ago, right before Christmas. We recorded the yeah. Christmas special, and uh, I think we also knocked out the uh, well. We knocked out the Thanksgiving special, and then we knocked out the Christmas special, and then we took our break because I think we recorded both before. Damn, I think we did them both. Didn't we do them both before Thanksgiving? Because I think we no, took no, the we, whole we, we did Christmas later. We did Christmas. Okay, later. okay. Yeah, 
So, but you know, I think it is, I, I think it's because the first, our first season, we, we didn't take any breaks. We just powered straight through the entire season. I think we set that up, set that up for ourselves. But season three, where... it's free show. We don't get paid for this shit. So we'll take a break <laughs> when we fucking want to. That's, so, that's right. Kiss my ass. You don't like it. It's too bad. That's right. Kiss we, we got ass. We got two and a half seasons of shit you can binge watch to catch up if you ain't been listening. So Or binge, binge listen. Let me bounce back to the cast here. Starring Catherine Stedman, R- Richard Coyle, Clive Russell, Michael Byrne, Johnny Mears. Music by Theo Green. Theo! <laughs> Cinematography by Darren Tiernan. Edited by... Bill Gill and Chris Gill, the Gill brothers, distributed by Content Film, release date 11 May 2012 in the UK, running time, oh geez, 101 minutes, ouch. Uh, language, 101 Yeah, 101 minutes. minutes. Real quick, the tomato meter, 20%. Tomato meter. 20% with a total critic count of five. Five people reviewed it and it still got 20%. One motherfucker liked it. <laughs> One motherfucker liked it. That's right. He was probably German. Uh, the audience score is not much better. It's 15% out of 190 ratings. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. That's like 17 people said, all right, and the rest of them said, go to hell. This movie's going to be man, oh, man. bad. But... And Best unfortunately long. That's right. But you know what? You're right. That's why we do it, man. Exactly. That's why we do exactly. It. But before we get bringing into these the, golden uh, masterpieces, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, no, you're, you're right. You know, we're, we're bringing like like we say, we we dig through the pile of shit to find those golden turds, those thanks killings, those Jack Frost. Damn right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I was gonna say before we get into the review, though, let's uh, remind the folks that we do have a Patreon, patreoncom backslash what to suck. You can go there and check out. We, we've been a little lax since we were on break, but uh, we're going you know, ramp back up. We're going to get some extra content. We have extra content on there already. You know, we have some yes. um, some bloopers. We have some. We have the if you want any ad free versions of the episodes, that you'll find them on there. And uh, starting uh, it starts at one. There's three tiers: one, five, and ten. You get the uh, ad free episodes starting at the five dollar uh, tier. Um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, bloopers, uh, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I think we have some movie, uh, some regular movie reviews on, on there as well. So go check it out. And if yep. you want to throw us a buck or two, we appreciate it. Uh, and uh, just, you know, and you get all the extra content that's on there. So it's a dollar. It's so five dollars at, at the least. And it's ten dollars. It's, it's three cheap levels. If you support us, we sure as hell appreciate it. And we'll do our best to get you some great content and hope that you enjoy uh, the show. Exactly. And don't forget to go follow us on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, all that shit. And uh, we're on YouTube as well. <laughs> it's like we're just phoning in the social media because everybody knows we're out there. Yeah, well, you know yeah. where we're at. Yeah. Check, you know, send us some comments. Send them su- su- your reviews. Send them some. Uh, send us some suggestions for movies you want us to watch. You know, uh, go just hit us up. Uh, hey. Don't forget we still have the, hey. we still have the con. What? 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 That's right. I was gonna say you. You right, my man. We need them reviews. Go rate the right. episodes. Leave us some comments, or else we're gonna just start recording. An hour of us just cussing you people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go rate and review us on, on wherever. <laughs> yeah, send us, give us a rating, give us a review. Just you know, to let us know that you're out there listening. We we love to hear the re- or read the reviews when we get them. Um, and then you know we're, we're gonna have a, another contest coming up pretty soon for the big Annabelle doll. 
And then, of course, at the end of the season, we saw the big the, the big grand prize where we're going to send somebody all all the movies we watched this season. Uh, That's not right. Counting, not counting the the seasonal episodes because those were watched on uh, uh, Prime or whatever. But all the all the standard episodes are physical copies, so we're going to send one lucky person all of those. Um, so yeah, don't forget we have the contest coming up too. So that's right, absolutely. All right, but let's go ahead and get into the review of this movie, shall we? Yes, we shall. has not been hiding from the likes of you. It has simply been waiting in the shadows. There was a Nazi special weapon division. They called themselves the Black Sun. With this on your side, you got the perfect army. The men aren't like us. The Reich of a thousand years. Stop it. keep running because they're not going to stop not at the next town or the next country the only answer to stopping them is right here oi oi <laughs> Um, movie was okay. It was, uh, it wasn't as, it's, it's okay. We talked about this during the movie, uh, production wise, acting wise, it was, it's the best thing we've watched all season. Unfortunately, it was good. I don't know if that means anything or not, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not that bad. It, it's, it's boring as shit. Yeah. There were too many lulls. I mean, there was, there was, you know, Parts of action, but most of it, you know, yeah, too much talking. I think, like I said, I think it's part of a series. Like I know it was it a is. sequel to another one, but uh-huh. at the way they, you know, they came around, it's like this was just like a middle section. Like there's going to be more, because there was no real opening, you know, no no explanation on the opening, and no real explanation at the end. But you driving this train, so it's all new, brother. Yeah, there's 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 no real. So like I said, there's. I guess you have to watch the first one to figure out the origins of the zombies and how they're made and all that bullshit because they don't go into that into this one. Uh, and then it takes place in modern day, not even like World War Two era. And it, uh, like you said, at the end, the end is like a to be continued or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. It's like it's not really an ending. End, it's just like a. a it's it's like when you're watching like a Netflix show and every episode ends in a cliffhanger so you can watch the next one. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty exactly much. exactly what it's like. Um, 
like I said, though, but it wasn't—it wasn't that horrible. I love some of the scenery, some of the night shots, some of the fighting and stuff like that. Uh, but like I said, yeah, it was like we were dropped in the middle of something. We're like—it's like if you—if you took one super long ass movie and chopped it up into several other long ass movies, it's like we got dropped in part two or three. You know, you don't know what's going on, but like I said, the the action was half decent. The makeup and the uh, effects were decent. Uh, But yeah. I mean, it's, we talked about the biggest complaint, I guess, besides the fact that it was, it's hour 40 minutes long. It's way too long. Like they could have cut easily half an hour out. Way too damn long. But the other, the other complaint was that besides the lulls and everything was that since they were Nazi zombies, all the Nazis look the same. Yeah, and zombies don't look the same. I'm sorry, they do not. No, because people look different and yes, are different. That is so correct. zombies look different. But that's the problem when you have a, a quote-unquote master race that's full of fucking white people, you know? <laughs> yeah. So all your zombies look the same, and it doesn't doesn't add any sort of variety or excitement to the zombies, except for the, the dude in the officer's outfit, hair douchebag. He he was uh, he looked different. Otherwise, it's all the same fucking zombies. So that's I guess it. they save they save money that way by not having to make different zombies. I suppose, but I'm gonna tell you what. I liked the way they made them look. They looked pretty badass. Uh, you know, like I said from the get go, though, I was like, we in trouble because we got some bitch comes out of nowhere and she's in this freaking old retirement home abusing this old man trying to break his damn hand and shit and find out he's like some old damn uh, Nazis he's chasing down. So apparently the story picks up there because, um, like I said, there's no lead into it. So you're trying to wonder what the fuck they're talking about. And she goes in there and assaults him. And you're like, what the hell is she doing? And then she calls him out for being General Von Schmutz or whatever his name is. And the guy has a freaking heart attack, dies on him. And she gets all pissed off. You know, she kills him. And you're like, what the hell? Well, she's she's looking for another Nazi named Klausner because they killed her mother or some shit. And she ends up... Klausner. Yeah. She ends, he ends up dying of a heart attack. She she finds his ring, which unlocks some sort of key bullshit. So she takes the key, uh, and then we're taken to an underground bunker where this really old fucking dude in a wheelchair is uh, in a room full of computers and, and, and shit. And he's... <laughs> He's watching footage of a military team go into this um, bunker somewhere. We don't know where. And the, there he's watching the footage from their, their body cams. And they go in and they get attacked by zombies and then cuts the credits. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah. But you and, know what? Oh, I do want to say that's that's my other biggest problem. Okay. My other biggest problem besides the fact that zombies look all the same. The cinematography on this thing is fucking horrible. And this horrible. movie is an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, you, you thought it was horrible? The cinematography is terrible. Anytime they are underground or in the bunker, you can't see a goddamn thing. It is fucking dark as shit. That's true. That is had, true, yes. I had to turn the brightness and the back the black, the backlight on my TV way the fuck up so I could see anything, which distorts the picture and it looks like shit. So yeah, add so you, some, add you some basically lights. have to pretend... You have to pretend what, what the scene is. You hear all the noise, but you got to make up the picture in your mind because you can't see a motherfucking thing. Right. It is terrible, terrible. So anyway, so she ends up in this uh, European uh, town somewhere, and she stopped by some local militia, but then she's saved by a bartender. When she goes in the bar, she runs into somebody she apparently knew 
I don't know if they knew each other from the first movie or if they were just you you're just supposed to expect that they know fucking each other. I don't know because it's not well, even well, fucking for, Well, exactly. And it's pointless for both of us cuz like I said we were dropped in the middle of this shit show and had no idea what we were looking at. But, you know, all we saw was people shooting zombies and people getting hacked and all this bullshit. Yeah, so she meets this guy, Wall- well, not meets, but she runs back into this guy, Wallace, who's a quote-unquote reporter who's there for a story. Uh, she tells him that she's, she's got to go find this uh, Nazi Klausner, um, and she has clues on where to find them. So he agrees to take her to where he thinks she, or he, he has information on where he might be. He agrees to take her. Um, but when they get there, they find an all out fucking war going on between <laughs> Nazi zombies and modern day soldiers. Yep. What was his name? You called him, uh, McDook. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and so, okay. So this is like, okay. So then, then they escape that before we get to McDuck, they escape that. And then. They're they're in a, a, a house somewhere eating and, and talking about like uh, he's he's giving her the backstory of everything and about the the Nazi uh, zombie program or whatever and then he's looking for this power source this this uh, uh, source that's that's I guess powering them all or some shit and at this point it's like half it's half an hour in and uh, James made a made a good point there that that scene earlier where there is the regular army versus Nazi zombies. Again, it's badly lit. So you really can't see anything, but there are zombies killing soldiers in there. Uh, at first really couldn't see anything, but then we are able, we were actually able to see the zombies actually kill two of the soldiers on screen, which gives us kill one and kill two. Yes. So that's at, that was a good that's thing. At 22 minutes in. Yeah. 22 <laughs> minutes in, I mean, it took 22 minutes to get there, but we got there. Um, but again, unfortunately, look, unfortunately, it wasn't anybody we knew. It wasn't a character that we knew. It was just random soldiers off screen. We saw it on screen, but it was random soldiers we hadn't met before. Yeah, and the old bastard that had the heart attack, that didn't count because he wasn't murdered. He just had a heart attack and died. So, yeah. Yeah. We struck out on that one. And we, we don't count villains' right. death anyway. I mean, but I mean, like death. I said, the battle sequences are very cool. I mean, and these zombies are moving at full speed. These are World War Z zombies. These are not George Romero zombies. I mean, they're fully... Right. They've, they got full gear. They have they use knives. They have guns. They know martial arts. I mean, these things are... They fight tough. And for some reason, these bozos don't get the fact... I mean, anybody... Who's anybody knows when you fight a zombie, when you're going to shoot him, where are you going to shoot him? You're going to shoot him in the freaking head. But no, they're shooting these guys center mass and the zombies just keep coming. So it's dumb. Yeah. They waste a ton of ammo on these things. I mean, there's a lot of guns and stuff, which I love, but still, yeah, they weren't, they weren't killing the damn thing. No, no. And, and, and these, these, these fucking, so we're half an hour in <laughs> and, and we only have Lena and Wallace and, and, and I'm telling James like, look, we're, we're probably not going to have a huge body count because so far we have two characters. Uh, there's no telling if both characters are going to survive or not, but even if they don't, that's only two deaths. That's not yeah. very much. But then 30 minutes in, they're at that farmhouse and she goes upstairs and she is met with another zombie. She runs downstairs. They run out. Uh, into the open and that's when they meet the easy company squadron that yep. are there uh, also looking for this base or whatever and they run into um 
I think it was like four of them or something like that. Four or five. Yeah, one of them is is has a very very heavy Scottish accent, so we call him Sergeant <laughs> McDuck. McDuck, that's McDuck. right. But actually, no, there's more than four because uh, at about 32 minutes in, when when after they run into the squadron or the the squad, I guess you, I should say, they run into the squad or the, probably the platoon. They run into the platoon, and as the platoon are fighting the zombies that are in the town, we get kill three and kill four. When two more unknown soldiers are killed by the zombies, but at least we're getting some death here. And on screen, yes, yeah. Oh, actually, one one the soldier, one the civilian who gets stabbed by by a zombie. But it, either way, that's neither <laughs> there. It's still a death on screen. Yeah, fuck him. He did. So so then there's a, 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 one the first lull <laughs> after that, where they're taken to like this empty school and 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 they're going around looking for this fucking base. And they finally find the base, which is almost an hour into the movie. They find the base, which is yeah. great. And right. I'm telling you, he literally jumped about 20 minutes from where we where we left off with that battle scene to this where he's talking about finding the school. Literally nothing hardly happened at all during that time. There were some very painful lulls in this movie. That is for damn show. Yeah, so we get about we get about a 15 minute lull, which which doesn't seem long, but in movie time that's a very very long lull because then the fuck you were watching, dude, man. I'm telling well, you. we we fast forward <laughs> to 44:15, where so they're in this like weird, not like a school, and they they see they all of a sudden see zombies there and there, and they're trying to sneak around, and as they're sneaking around, they come across come upon two random dudes that are hiding, and the dudes take off. But then they're, one of them is captured by the Nazi zombies, and he's dragged to a table. Yeah. And when he's on the table, the commandant, Herr Schmutz, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not here, just one of the random zombies, uh, stabs him right in the chest for kill five. And yep. then Herr, that's when Herr Schmutz comes in. He has a needle uh, full of uh, inkjet, uh, printer ink. And. <laughs> There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. With equipment breakdown coverage from American Family Insurance, you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues. Because this sound shouldn't mean. Contact your local agent or visit AmFam.com to learn more. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Refer to policy for equipment breakdown covered losses, deductible limitations, and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. <laughs> Injects right. the guy with it. The guy spits out all the all the printer ink, and then he just dies. Which I didn't see the point in that. They'd already killed him, so I thought it was a like a zombie conversion process. But it turns out it didn't. It just basically melted his innards. Now I think again, this might be something they explained in the first movie. Uh, I'm thinking that they are trying to make zombies, but not every person can be made a zombie. So yeah, like I said, I do, I do believe we missed out on some information. So we can't give you a lot of origin on where a lot of this shit happens or why some of this stuff happens. We can just report on what we see. So I think he goes around injecting people. And then if they make it, they're zombies. If they don't, then they're just dead. 
So that's what I'm thinking. So, yep. <laughs> hey, sums it up. So then we go, and they find, like I said, we get they finally get to the base at around an hour, and they're looking for the power source. And they spend a good five or ten minutes going around the base trying to find it because where it's supposed to be located in in the center, in this uh, engine room, the the main piece is missing. But the the scientist Wallace or the re- reporter Wallace is saying that. He tells them that the power is still going, and so there's got it's got to be here in the base somewhere, and so he determines that where the engine section is behind it is a secret wall. They find the the, the controls and they open up an elevator uh, that goes down even further into the um, the hellish underground of the Nazi bunker. The hellish underground. Just, then we get another. I mean, we get hell, another we, gotta, we gotta spice it up a little bit. Shit. Yeah, there's no spicing this up. This thing was <laughs> boring as shit. Yeah. So then, then we get another lull, and and the soldiers are talking to Lena and yada yada. Blurbity blobbity blur 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 blur. Filler time, filler time. We got too much film. We need to use it up. So we're gonna sit here and just chatter on uselessly and relentlessly until all of our viewers want to kill themselves. Continue, sir. Perfect. They're all dead. Wonderful. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then in, during one of the lulls, the the main officer dude, the main uh, British soldier, is talking to Lena in a kitchen in the bunker, and they're having a you know a wonderful conversation about life, love, and liberty. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm making shit up because I didn't fucking listen to their conversation. Nobody cares. While they're talking, a zombie enters the kitchen, and where my sandwich, dude, bitch? Yeah, he's he's, he's looking for. <laughs> He's looking for a sandwich. He can't find it. He gets his ass beat. He starts uh, fighting the main soldier dude. Uh, and the zombie drags him down this hallway and takes him. So, okay, again, this is the, the the whole part where they're like they're like somewhat intelligent zombies because he drags him down the hallway into this room. And he closes the door. And the soldier, realizing what's going on, decides to sacrifice himself by grabbing a grenade pulling a pin and then hugging the zombie with the grenade for kill six and sacrifices himself by kill to kill the zombie. And there was a good, there was a good money shot all over the window too. Lots of jizz. Yeah. It was actually a cool death. Like the whole idea of him sacrificing himself with the grenade was pretty neat. I mean, it was, it was. One of the better deaths out there. Yeah. Which was something I, I made an observation. I'm sitting there going, you yeah. know, I, I was bitching about this fact because I'm sitting there going, okay, you got all these special forces guys or whatever these guys are, some special British unit. But whatever the hell they were, I was sitting there complaining left and right because all they were doing is shooting, shooting, shooting. I'm like, does any of these motherfuckers have a grenade? Anybody? <laughs> Finally, he produces one and he kills himself instead of the zombie. But yeah, they get used throughout. I mean, finally, they start using them here and there, but. I was like, damn, what the hell were y'all waiting for? You you, you got to, uh, never mind, fucking stupid. Not only that, but this this film takes place in modern day, uh, prob- probably 2012 when the, when the film was made. Uh, everybody in this fucking, all these soldiers, I'm sure they have a PlayStation 4 back at home. <laughs> they've played they've played Call of Duty, they've played Nazi zombies, uh, so that you should know, or any zombie game, go for the headshot. That's right. You know what zombies are. It's 2012. You know what zombies are. Go for the headshot. Stop trying to shoot in the fucking chest. I get it's a bigger target, but you're not going to kill any zombies that way. No, you're not. And they should know that in 2012. Get it together. Jeez. Exactly. So then, so then the uh, the reporter 
uh, well, actually, uh, as they're down there, the reporter reveals that he's not a reporter. He's an engineer, quote unquote engineer, and he's looking for this machine. Uh, and he realizes that uh, where it's at. And so but before that happens, all the soldiers, well, the remaining soldiers, the three of them, including Sergeant McDuck, take them back up to the top because they have a certain time limit. They have to be back at their rendezvous point otherwise and report in. Otherwise, the military is going to nuke the whole area. The entire complex. That is correct. So as when they're when they're up back on the surface talking, he realizes where it's at. And so he has to go find it. But the soldiers like, we're not going to do that. We have to get back to the rendezvous point and call in so they don't nuke the fucking place. But he's like, he's going to go. Lena's going to go with him. So they duck down and head back into the bunker because they're fucking dumb shits. Absolutely. And yeah. And so <laughs> the, the soldiers decide to go ahead and go with them so they can they can go ahead and uh, and, and, and take their six or whatever. He's struggling. He, he's struggling here, folks. I'm telling you, because yeah, no, 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 there's no. a whole lot of boring shit going on here. I'm struggling because it's because, it's, <laughs> yeah, because it's so unmemorable. that I'm like, well, exactly. You're doing your best. You're doing a great job with what we have to work with in these lulls. So my hat's off to, to you, the, brother. I'm just trying to get to the fucking kills mostly. <laughs> and so one stays back up at the top so he can run, run back to the rendezvous point and make the call so that uh, they don't nuke the place. The other two go with Lena and Wallace to help escort him to where he thinks it's at. They find the room. It's a couple of rooms filled with piles of bodies because that's exactly what we were saying. The, the hair schmutz is collecting bodies to inject with the ink jet, uh, printer ink and trying to make more zombies. But the piles of bodies are the people they've killed. And we are introduced to who I call the witch. I don't know who the fuck she is. She might be um, she might be somebody from the first movie. Who knows? That's that's very true. Like I said, we don't know at don't this know. point. So. She she's a hunchback and she looks like a like a decrepit old um, um, skeleton lady and she giggles and she has like this and, and this uh, she almost looks needle like that pumpkin she... head witch yeah 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 and she has a needle that she injects but she goes around with soldiers and they grab bodies from the pile to inject to try to create more more zombies so we're introduced to that bitch and <laughs> so uh, they well what happens is they're all in that area when when the when they hear the giggle they all hide Lena's dumbass hides in the pile of bodies because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the witch lady enters with two zombie soldiers. And then she's she heads over to the pile of bodies. And it looks like she's about to get closer to Lena. And just before she gets close to Lena, one of the soldier soldiers pops out and starts shooting. So they start firing and, and, and get into a fight with the zombie, uh, the zombie and the witch lady. Then at 109... And like 30, one of the uh, soldiers is captured by the two, the two zombie dudes and held down. And then the witch comes over and stabs the shit out of him multiple times. Hell yeah. For kill seven. Uh, and so that, that's, uh, that's, so that leaves one soldier left. I think it's Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge and McDuck. Then, yeah. The Sergeant McDuck. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, no, I take it back. It's it's the it's the black guy, the Bill Duke character, not character, but the we, who we call Bill Duke. Because at this point, we, we we got a very strong sort of predator vibe because we have this group of elite soldiers getting picked off one by one by, you know, well, of course, whatever. This wasn't some hidden hidden predator or nothing, but no, but it was the same kind of concept. 
Right, but but they're in the jungle and they're escorting this woman who yep. was like the woman from the other one, and and they're getting picked off one by one, and so I don't know the, what it was. The uh, the, the black guy, <laughs> looked, he kind of had like a Bill Duke Bill Duke kind of look. That's right. So anyway, so he's escorting them to the center while Scrooge McDuck had gone back down, and he actually saw the uh, witch lady. But then, and this is where <laughs> James James and I came to consensus that the movie went off the fucking rails it just completely lost its track i mean really it just it's like it it had some kind of storyline going and all of a sudden everything just fucking went berserk (laughs) yeah so they they find the room where this generator machine fucking thing is and he and the wallace decides he wants to overload it to create an emp this is something we didn't touch on earlier uh, earlier, they had they found an EMP that they set off that momentarily stopped the zombies. Didn't do anything else. Just momentarily stopped them, which was pretty fucking useless. But after that, the whole thing became about EMP this, EMP that. And so he wants to overload this huge system to create an EMP throughout the entire base. Apparently, there's a uh, there's a main source that's that's again I don't know, but there's a main source that is that is running all these zombies or keeping these zombies alive. So he wants the EMP to take out the source so the zombies will die. Well, he realizes that he can't overload it um, just by pressing some levers, whatever. He has to manually constantly keep doing it. So he has to stay there. So he tells them, he tells Lena and the other guy, the soldier to go off because he has to stay there to make sure it constantly gets overloaded to the point where it actually shoots off EMP. So they leave, but then they enter this weird ass fucking chamber with a giant swastika on one side. And then on the other side is like this is is the engine or this uh, engine thing, whatever it is. And on top of it is this dude who's very, (laughs) very. This is where it's like, oh, I was like, good God. I mean, they had something, but then they they just lost me here when at this point, because I'm like, what in the blue hell is this shit? It looks like some. It looks like a piece of sausage with the skin peeled off of it, with eyeballs, and it's like wrapped in all these different wires, and his body's like penetrated by these these cables and stuff like that. Some dude is obviously like the mental, or his he controls this fucking machine. I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it's it's basically Emperor Palpatine from Rise of Skywalker at the pretty end. Pretty much. Absolutely. Except, good 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 re- good reference. Except that except in being like in, inside of this actual device, he looks like he was just haphazardly thrown onto a bunch of ropes. <laughs> and that's supposed to be him actually connected he, he to the like, machine. He looks like if anybody ever saw Stephen McQu- Steve McQueen in the in the Great Escape when he's all fucked yeah. up in that Constantine yeah. wire at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's, that's pretty exactly much it. it. Yeah. Now that might exactly be a little it. bit too early for some of the folks listening, but yeah, it's a real painful scene. Just look it up on YouTube; you'll be able to see it. Exactly. And so, uh, while they're down there, they're, uh, the guy w- wakes up, and Lena's talking to him, and and he's apparently connected to this machine, and and he he uh, the machine is is encased in a protective coating, which keeps it safe from the EMP. But whenever the EMP goes off, he suddenly turns into Palpatine and shoots lightning from his hands. <laughs> and we were even kidding about that shit. And I'm not kidding me. You you said it or something like that. And like two seconds after you said it, all of a sudden lightning shoots out of his hands. 
And then we get the Raiders of the Lost Ark ripoff scene where it goes through, you know, hair schmutz up there in the front. And then, like you said, it scatters out through all the other zombie uh, Nazis, just like it did yeah. in the movie, you know. Yeah. So so at one point, um, at one point, the uh, hair schmutz shows up with a bunch of other shoulder uh, uh, Nazis, I... Nazi show, uh, soldiers. And he's he's about he's he takes like five minutes to rub this dirty ass needle over Lena's face. <laughs> um, oh, and, oh man! So while that's but while that's going on, uh, somewhere somewhere off screen, I, I think the Bill Duke soldier gets killed. I don't I didn't see where it was at, but he gets killed. Uh, and so while oh while yeah, what in, happens? He was fighting, and what it is he pulled his knife out and started fighting this one zombie, and he got overrun. By like six or eight of them, remember, and they took him down to the ground, and they gutted, they gutted, they field dressed his ass like a cat. I mean, they gutted him up big time. That's right. Four kill eight. Yes, that's right. Because that's right. I, I've written down my notes as gangland stab because they all like take turns stabbing the <laughs> shit out of him. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they, they hacked the fuck out of him. It was it was pretty good though. I mean, because I mean he was, was gushing. There was blood flying everywhere. It was all right. So that leaves Lena alone in that chamber with the dude. And that's when the hair schmutz comes in with the other zombies. And then he tackles her to the ground, holding her down. And he's rubbing her face with this dirty ass needle for like five minutes. And it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> and that that's when uh, Scrooge Mc, or Sergeant McDuck comes down. McDuck. Sergeant McDuck. McDuck comes down. Yeah, so he comes down to help out. And but then that's when the Wallace is able to get the EMP. No, actually, no, he uh yeah, he's able able to get the EMP going, which once again activates the Palpatine dude, and that's when he shoots his <laughs> lightning through Schmutz, and which zigzags through all the sing all, every single zombie soldier in the chamber with him. And I told James is very reminiscent of this weapon from the Call of Duty Nazi zombie maps called the Wonder Waffle or the Wonder Wolf. Which is this electricity gun, and when if you have a bunch of zombies in the area, you can fire the gun at the at the zombie in the front, and then if there's if they're close enough, they'll it'll bounce off all the rest. So it's just like that. They just well, maybe if we research game. it, we might find out there's some correlation. I mean, I don't they're, know, because um, like I said, this isn't like it, it's it's horror, but it's it's like completely different. Then, so it's, like, it's like action horror. Yeah, it is. And it's not like what we no, we normally do. So this was a little bit different for sure. So, but she's able to turn off the machine finally. And then she meets up with, with Wallace again. Uh, she grabs the, the component from the machine. She meets with Wallace and Sergeant McDuck. And they get into the elevator to head back up. She hands him the component. And then we get the twist. Uh, Wallace... Then says, oh, well, it's too bad you won't make it back alive. Shoots McDuck in the back of the head, unfortunately. I'm so sad to see Sergeant McDuck go, but shoots him right in the back of the head for... Kill nine. Oi! Is it, Oi! <laughs> it won't seem like good in the mirror. And then shoots Lena, but hits her in the shoulder and then runs out of... No, run. he don't... No, no, no. You need to... I mean, this is one of the best parts, though. You know, this this you got we got to upgrade that part. He didn't shoot her in the shoulder; he shot her right in the tit. That's right, he shot her in the tit. That's right, in the in the he in, sure did in the right tit. Now, man, we, can't, we can't cheapen the moment, man. You gotta <laughs> you gotta maximize it. Yeah, so shot in the tit, but then ran out of bullets. No more bullets. No more bullets. So then he takes off like a pussy and just tries to run 
out of the thing because they're they're even though they call they were able to call off the nuclear strike, they are still going to level it with the bunker buster. They're doing something, yeah, they're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. So he hauls ass. I mean, he's he's running out. He hauls ass. She, knowing she can't make it out in time, starts to freak out and cry because she thinks she's done for. So she goes down and barricades herself behind this high, this big iron door. He's hauling ass. Here come the jets. They flatten the area. Whammo. You don't see nothing. And, I mean, he barely gets out of the clearing before those bombs hit. And then it shows his dumb ass sitting there. What was he at? A, he was sitting at a table somewhere eating. He's in a bar somewhere, yeah. Yeah, chilling out. And he gets a phone call. And guess who it is? It's the bitch. She doesn't survive. Well, before that, though, he, he goes to meet with that old dude from the beginning. Way back in the beginning, the old creepy dude who was uh, watching those monitors. Because he was trying to figure out where the where the bunker was. So he goes to meet with that dude because he is wanting to sell that component to that dude for like $15 million. And while he's there, then he gets a phone call and it turns out to be Lena. Yep. And then uh, she threatens him, says, I'm coming to get your punk ass and starts walking down the street, puts on the sunglasses. Because she cool the, like that. And she cool like that. That's right. And that was the end of the movie. That's an hour, 40 minutes of time wasted. Yeah, they could have chopped this thing down into like an hour and 15 minutes and just had... You know, them going in there, fighting the zombies, getting the component, him leaving. You know, they could have shortened it. But, yeah, there was a lot of useless dialogue. But what the hell are you going to do? You know, we got to quit. All I know is we got to quit getting these hour and a half, you know, hour and 45 <laughs> minute movies. Half of them are too fucking good. We've had too many one stars this year. We need some shittier movies, man. Shittier movies. But this uh, year gave us the Golden Turd, the first ever Golden Turd, which is awesome. I'm, I, that I is will true. take a first ever Golden Turd over a first ever Six Turd any day of my, of my life. Amen to that. Yes, the Six Turds, man, when you get those, they, that's that's really bad because you know, I don't like wasting my time. I like doing this. But I like to, you know, the movies we watched actually have some value, even if they're, you know, if even if they're like Jack Frost, great, or they're like, you know, but like if they're like Zozo terrible, holy shit. All right. Well, how many turds you give this one, James? Well, I, like I said, the acting was good. I love the, the effects, you know, the, the, the gunfighting and stuff like that. Problem is with me, there's too much useless dialogue, too many lulls. So the action was a little bit too far in between. Um, horror content. It was more like it's more like like I said, action horror. It was like more like watching a war movie than it is a horror movie, uh, because the zombies didn't eat you. They stabbed you. They shot you. They stuff like that. So I'm gonna go. Even though you know, I I didn't hate it. I'm just gonna go middle of the road on them. I'm gonna give this one three turds. Three turds. Yeah, I'm going middle of the road. I can't I can't give it any more, can't go any less. I guess at some point this season we need to go back to actually giving our rating system. Uh until then, just go back to our early episodes or season two and you'll hear what our rating system is. Maybe we'll update them next episode. I'll run it. Yeah, we probably we probably should. But uh okay, so you give them a three turd. All right, cool. Not bad, not bad. So oh by the way, I guess we should give a little little uh just a little thing. Uh we rate from one to five uh shit emojis. One being uh the best of the worst five being the complete shit so he's given the three <laughs> middle of the middle, road middle of the road yep not bad uh yeah i'm actually i'm gonna give it a 
four turd because uh, while the like I said the the production was really good, the sets were great, the costumes were good, the acting was actually good. I didn't think anybody was overacting or underacting uh, for the most part. Um, the the fact that the zombies were boring as shit, they didn't do anything but stab and kill. Uh, you, apparently, you had to have watched the first one to understand half the goddamn story. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably exactly right. That's gonna said. I think we just got a little piece of the puzzle here. So right, and mostly because of how dark the fucking cinematography was and how little you could see when it actually got down to the bunker and shit started happening. Uh, and then I, I'm not a big fan of the zombies that are able to like use humans as as human shields. Yeah, that was true. That that one that one zombie did grab that some bitch around. I actually like, grabbed the lady around the neck and was dragging her around using her as a shield. That's right. I yeah. forgot about that. And using knives and shit. I'm just like that's not my kind of zombies. So, uh, um, it was okay. I gave it a four also because of just how long it fucking is. Yeah, it was a little dreadfully long. If it had been 90 minutes or less, I would give it a three or a two because then you could watch it and not have wasted so much time. Yeah. Like I said, they could have they could have trimmed 30 minutes out of this movie and still had a good action-packed horror extravaganza. But no, they kind of fumbled they kind of fumbled on that shit. Exactly. So All right, bud. Well, um as always, it's uh it's been a pleasure whether we liked it or not. But um <laughs> Yep, Before no we kidding. go, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find us online and all that good shit. We are on the social media platforms, every damn one of them. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under What Suck. Uh, we also, like I said, we have our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash What the Suck. And we have a Public site, tpublic.com. Just look up What the Suck. We've got some good merch on there if you like it. Um, oh yeah, we do have a YouTube channel. I keep forgetting about that. I'm going to start promoting the hell out of the YouTube channels because we can, we can really reach out there. So, um, you go to YouTube, you can listen there. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple podcasts. We are basically anywhere you listen. You, you look, go anywhere and look for us. You can find us. And I do want to say, as far as the YouTube goes, um, be a little lenient, give me lenient, Give me some time because we did get to the YouTube game a little late with regards to what the suck, because I think we had about two seasons under our belt before we started on YouTube. Cause we, we started on YouTube with, uh, when we started, uh, what the, uh, state of fear of the sister project. And so, um, I believe I want to say all of season one is on there and I believe all of season one and most of season two, if not all season two is on there. So we're, we're, we're pretty close. I mean, we're only, it's only episode 10, officially episode 10 of season three. So, but, uh, yeah, if, if season three is not on there, but just give me some time, I'll get it up there. But you have, I mean, I think there's 50, 50 episodes up on, uh, there's YouTube plenty right now. Too. Yeah. All right, bud. I had fun. It was good to do this again. I can't wait to do it again and yep. watch another crappy movie. Hopefully the next movie is a little more funny, a little more, you know, goofy horror content and stuff like that not so serious so we can kind of lose our minds a little bit man you got you got some high hope for the shit that we watch buddy <laughs> also we will have contests coming up again soon for giveaways uh so keep your eyes out eyes and ears out for that uh, appreciate you listening brother as always it's been a pleasure man fuck it <laughs> same, <laughs> same here buddy i can't do it no more I can't do it. I need some sleep. This is Chris, and uh, 
<laughs> what's my what's my thing again? Oh yeah, tagline. Okay, my, my tagline. Uh, see hey, y'all what... next Suckfest. There we go. That's right. And this is James. And if it ain't on what the suck, it ain't shit. Peace. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Hang on. Your chance to upgrade and save up to $400 at Mattress Firm ends soon. Right now, save big on top-rated brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase. Or save up to 50% on hot buys from top brands like Sleepy's or Serta. With our highly trained sleep experts and our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Unjunk your sleep. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. With equipment breakdown coverage from American Family Insurance, you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues. Because this sound shouldn't mean. Contact your local agent or visit AmFam.com to learn more. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Refer to policy for equipment breakdown covered losses, deductible limitations, and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state.